0: There's an yeah. important question I have. Are we supposed to laugh at DJ Khaled when he gets lost on the jet ski, or are we supposed to feel bad for him? Yes.
1: I laughed the whole time.
0: Okay, good. Because I mostly laughed.
2: There, like, there's a moment where like, I don't want to watch a man die on Snapchat because he was too stupid to find the shore. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask myself a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> but I, did not, I still didn't feel bad for him. I just wasn't sure yeah. if I was prepared to live in that version of a digital snuff film.
0: There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Rawr. We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Centered around our monthly theme to answer one Simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave. Adam. Casey? I've never heard of her.
3: And juice. Merry Christmas.
0: Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Dave, what's this month's theme?
2: This month, our theme is a very lifetime Christmas. Last week Casey kicked it off with Finding Mrs. Claus, where we got to see the lady of the holiday. Really slutting it up in Las Vegas.
1: Become a lady (laughs) of the night.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Mino Savari. Uh, Nope. Mira Sorvino. (laughs) Mira Mira Sorvino.
3: The other one. Every
1: time.
0: Every time, Casey.
2: Jay, this week it's your turn, so what are we watching for A Very Lifetime Christmas?
0: Our movie this week has two names. We watched it under the name Christmas Crush, but it also is sometimes called Holiday High School Reunion. From 2012 or 2013, depending on the name.
2: It's never a good sign when you can't even <laughs> nail down what the actual title is. And the credits of the movie don't help because the it says Christmas Crush in the title of the movie. But it looks like a last minute accident.
0: Yeah, it does. And there's another Christmas Crush movie, so you don't want to get it mixed
2: up with the 2019 one. I don't know, maybe you do. Yeah. You to watch that one. I watch this one.
3: Well, guys, let's dive into this a little bit deeper, but before we do so, Jay, you have the honor of selling us this movie in 10 Seconds or less, all right? I don't know that it's an honor. All right, well, here's your elevator pitch. You're going to take it anyway. (laughs) I didn't know if you knew this, but you do a podcast with some of your friends where where you watch, you know, movies, but usually bad movies, and then you rip them apart. It's a lot of fun. However, you decided to bring 2013's Christmas Crush, and you didn't know that that was going to send Dave into a fit of rage. (laughs) Curious. <laughs> uh, he literally just broke down your front door with a woodman's axe, and he's coming for you next. You got about ten seconds before he reaches you. Sell us on this movie. When
1: art imitates life. Lifetime writing room, Mad
0: Libs, Unrequited Love, plus Prom, plus Glee Club, plus Cheerleaders, plus Mean Girls, plus Be Yourself, Girl, plus Christmas.
3: Nine seconds with that Christmas. Well Thank done. Thank you. Thank you. Very I good, like your there. festive spirit.
0: <laughs> this. Christmas Crush is just a (laughs) hodgepodge of stereotypes from Lifetime movies stapled together like a monstrosity. It's a
1: holiday monstrosity. Like a holiday centipede? Yeah,
3: sort of.
1: Holiday human centipede. Holiday story centipede, yeah. (laughs) But see, here's
0: the thing. Everybody knows that if you're coming for me, you're going to get Casey, right? Because she's super mama berry and she's hyper aggressive. Yeah? Okay, calm down. Calm down! (laughs) Dave, before you're able to chop that axe through me, you're gonna have to first take it through Casey. So Casey, you have 10 seconds before Dave chops your head off with an axe, which will probably be semi-satisfying for him for a moment.
1: Probably. Sell us
0: on this movie!
1: The low gamma wave hallucinations of a fashion assistant as she dies in a lonely apartment spasming on a Christmas tree dreaming of glory days past. You know, a love story.
3: Nine eight seconds, seconds, as well. seconds. Oh, I had nine. Close enough.
1: Well, Let's call it eight and a half. Discrepancies.
0: It's clocks. How do they work? That was that was that was dark, Casey. You made this a very dark thing.
1: This was a dark thing we just watched.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't I shouldn't have been made to feel like that. Ever ever after watching a movie, or during watching a movie.
2: It wasn't, let's not give it credit, it wasn't dark in that it was actually like some type of contemplative look at anything. It was dark in (laughs) that it was just difficult to sit through.
1: Like Old Boy.
2: The whole thing was as shallow as a holiday themed kiddie pool. No, it it was dark because these people were
3: psychologically fucked, every single (laughs) one of them.
1: It was Old Boy, The Christmas Story.
0: Let's not get ahead of ourselves. And first, go over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. Let's just
3: dance our way through this movie.
0: If movies about Christmas, friends falling in love, high school chicanery, and musicals is the all-star lineup of Lifetime, then Christmas Crush is the 98 Yankees. Don't at me. It's a movie where the main character, Georgia, lives out what every 17-year-old thinks a 27-year-old wants.
2: Which is what no actual 27-year-old wants, at least any of them that I would want to be friends with.
0: Oh come on, Dave! You don't want an elaborate high school reunion so you can lie about the life you're unhappy with? Maybe hook up with the football captain you
2: dated in high school, possibly even marry him. I mean, if you think you'd call me back, I'm not saying no. <laughs> well, neither did Georgia, our main character. Yeah, she's pretty fucking awful. Uh, just like you are for bringing this movie. <laughs> Which I guess would make us her shitty glee club entourage. They've got a, a dumb one, one of us is the bitchy one, and then one of us would be the slutty one. You know
0: who you are. Do we?
2: Yeah, well you figure that out, Jay. You can also realize you've been in love with your best friend since high school. Uh, yeah, cause he was with you when you stole the keys to the school and broke onto the roof, which is a crime. Ooh, yeah. He was with you when you started a food fight in the cafeteria, which is also kind of a crime. <laughs> Um, he was with you when you shot Roman candles at the school mascot? That's that's a pretty big crime. There's a pattern here.
0: Wait, my pattern or Georgia's pattern? Both of you. That's fair. So Georgia chases the dumb jock at her prom 2.0, while the best friend she should be with pines after her. She awkwardly smiles her way through a couple musical numbers with the Glee Club, and of course, the Glee Clubbers get shitty about her, but also she lied to them and didn't hold up to her commitments, which seems pretty reasonable to be upset about.
2: It is, but also all of them suck too, though, yeah, so fuck that's em. fair. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> They're all just a bad sex in the city knockoff, and unlike Georgia, you won't ever learn the true meaning of Christmas through small town dick and high school nostalgia, even if Aww. Lifetime promises you that you can have a happy ending. But I want it, Dave.
1: The dumb one had a happy ending. She had cookies and brownies and chocolate, and all she did was eat and dance.
0: That seems like a win. <laughs> yeah, Dave, did, didn't you get your happy ending from Christmas Crush?
2: I very much did not. This movie <laughs> is constantly ending without ending. It's ending three minutes after it starts. Every single character basically announces the moment they come on screen what their ultimate purpose in the film is. You know, best friend Ben walks out on screen and basically just does a bow to the camera and says, I'm the eventual love interest. Yeah, that's fair. Watch me not do that for 85 minutes. Can
1: we talk about how it looked like Banksy came by and spray painted his fucking eyebrows on his face? They had them penciled and so heavy. That's so true. Un Unnecessary, yeah, you guys. Yeah. They're like fuck. painted on caterpillars. Like he has thick eyebrows. That's fine. But like you guys, <laughs> what the fuck? What happened?
0: You didn't need to put all that makeup on him.
2: He was very upsetting as a love interest for the film. He
1: looked like Joan Crawford on <laughs> I, testosterone and I hated it <laughs> because she just, mm-mm.
0: It's a low bar, but I feel like Ben was the best character in the
2: movie. He very well, much no. wasn't. He wrong. just no. no. There's no redeemable characters in this film. Oh, I'm oh,
3: wrong.
1: You're wrong about that, Dave.
3: There, it was. <laughs> there was George's father.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know. Let's okay. Let's explain how how George's dad is briefly introduced and never seen again. She comes home from her big city life to her parents' house and comes and eats all their food and giggle fucks her way through her own bedroom. <laughs> And later, her dad comes home, and it's laid out. It's dark in California. She's like, "Hi, Dad." And basically, he's like, "Well, um, you've always been second best to that hot model bitch friend of yours because she has a real job, and you just sew shoulder pads onto bitches while they're walking so um <laughs> hold on
0: He tells Georgia that he was golfing with the hot bitch's dad, and then when He comments that she has a career. George's response is, well, I thought modeling wasn't a real career. And his response is, it's better than no career. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Just on point. And just to remind you of the stakes, I said there are no redeemable characters in this movie you said yes there is the father who by your own description shows up one time to dunk on his own child and then disappear from the movie forever that's not a redeemable just because they insulted a character you don't like doesn't make them redeemable
3: no
1: no no he's the only honest character he's the only honest person he doesn't lie once.
3: Yep. He's, he's he's
1: honest.
3: Down to earth.
1: And you know what? He knows himself. He knows how to set boundaries. He does. He's not in the rest of the movie. He also doesn't help once. He's setting boundaries for himself and he doesn't want to be around <laughs> that loser downer bitch daughter. <laughs> he's staying upstairs.
2: He doesn't he doesn't follow up the insult to his only child with any words of advice as to where to go from here. No, he just insults he? her and then leaves.
1: Right. <laughs> why would he give her <laughs>
3: advice? Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's what her mom's for. He comes in to the jab jab and then sends her back to her corner for her mom to hide. <laughs> 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 <all again.
2: laughs> And with that lovely insight into Casey's (laughs) patriarchal views.
1: I am ready to be a dad. I will come in there with the jib jab. Someone else can fix it. (laughs) (laughs) Dad's a good guy.
2: Agree to disagree on the father who insults his child.
1: (laughs) He's better than any other character.
2: Do you have any other characters in this movie worth a damn? Especially any of them involved in the actual plot of the film? Cause like there was the one yeah. jock who danced in the background with a plate full of food that I liked, but he doesn't actually count as a character.
3: Yeah, he does. <laughs> he had he had at least three lines. Oh yeah, that sounds charactery.
1: Does he pass the Bechdel test?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, the the dumb friend. She was just there to eat and dance.
3: Yeah, and she kept getting abused by fucking bitchy mean girl.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it um, was. It was weird to find out that the love interest of Ben in this was also the love interest in Mean Girls because they so blatantly stole the same dynamic for this.
0: Yes, yes. That is exactly mm. what the four girls act as.
2: This still could have been like a Kmart knockoff of the Mean Girls 10 year reunion.
1: Okay, can I give you guys some stats?
2: Yeah, hit me.
1: So Georgia, the woman who plays Georgia has been in yeah. five other Christmas films
2: oh lifetime christmas or like
1: christmas films the boyfriend or the love interest eyebrows Glenn coco whatever the fuck his name was in mean girls has been in four other christmas movies uh john prescott wow. the ex-boyfriend is in five other christmas movies the Did it all for the nookie bitchy girl who's from the Limp Bizkit music video is in three other Christmas movies. And the mom lady is in two other Christmas movies.
2: Wow. So this was really just them punching in for a work day. All star shit show. You think they even had a script or did they all just kind of show up and wing it?
1: Well, that kind of goes with how I feel this movie was, is it felt like 64 miniature sketches sewn together. (laughs) It felt like bad improv. And they just had different skits. There was probably originally like 500, but these are the ones they sewn into kind Mm -hmm. of a patchwork movie. Because as you said, it could have ended 100 fucking times because each skit had a clear and concise ending.
0: That's why I called it Lifetime Ad Libs. It was just common lifetime themes and they had to execute one after the other after the other.
2: That's why it was so goddamn shallow and yet kept going on cuz it was they just kept right. yes ending everything that just was brought out. And
1: What's worse, the 64 miniature sketches or would you say the full-length songs? Was it more annoying <laughs> that this was a disjointed human skin patchwork quilt of a christmas movie but then you have three full length song four
2: I think it was four yeah we yeah. had four full length musical performances and I this. swear to
3: god they fucking added two those songs like they added yeah, an extra verse full. and a key change just because they fucking could
2: <laughs> There was the the
1: glee club performances the I mean, guitar. guitar duet with her and Ben Shapiro and then the solo <laughs>
3: Well there was also this scene where she goes on stage as a cheerleader in the little sweater and Ben Shapiro has to come up and fucking save her ass as she tries well, to do yeah. the split. That
1: wasn't a song though.
0: Yeah, that wasn't a song. She doesn't that was sing that. She tries to do a cheer and then they awkwardly dance. It- That's another
3: thing. Everybody got really into the shit that everybody was doing in this movie. Like they were it- so excited about these glee songs. As
0: 28-year-olds, this is not how 28-year-olds fucking behave. This is how high schoolers behave. This is what high schoolers think adults are like.
3: When I was in high school, I didn't give a shit about any of that. And I was in the drama club.
1: I'm going to say it was probably like middle school. You have 30-year-olds acting like middle schoolers pretending to be high schoolers.
2: You know what? First of all, four people is not a fucking glee club. That's just an acapella group. (laughs)
1: It looked like they had like 30 Fair people enough. in their graduating class, though. So, yes, it is a glee
2: club. Okay. As someone who had 40 in his graduating class and was in an acapella group, it's still an acapella group. It's not a glee club.
1: They were full of glee, David. And you can't take that from them.
2: <laughs> That's true. Second of all.
0: They won regionals, Dave. They fucking hammered that whole like 30 They absolutely did
2: not. They very much did not. <laughs> the musical performances in this movie are so fucking bad. They're just plain and boring. It just hurts. They're plain, they're boring, they're out of tune. The audience is clapping along, but not in time at yeah. all. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God.
1: They were like five minute just long so songs. Triggered. Like, they got extendos.
3: Not only were they not clapping on time, I it hurt me that they were clapping on the offbeat. Boom, clap. Like, no, that's
2: not... Yeah. No, I really think that they had about 65 minutes of this movie pre-written as just a blank script going into the year, right? Like an AI-generated (laughs) two-thirds of a generic lifetime film. And then they just went, okay, what's in this year? Uh, That Glee TV show's doing okay? All right. Slap in some Glee for the other 27 minutes and we're out of (laughs) here.
0: That's a good strategy. David moved you you are you were very animated
2: I was watching Dave watch killed. this <laughs> I get it
1: it was up there with Jesus camp <laughs> watching Dave watch this I saw Wait. him go through a full range of emotion
3: Is there a movie called Jesus Camp Oh yeah it's a documentary and it we will keep fucking saying wreck we
1: you. have to make you watch this.
3: I don't know, because I went to Jesus Camp for quite a few years. You did not go to this Jesus
2: Camp. You did not, yeah. This movie was physically painful for me to sit through and watch. It's just (laughs) so goddamn bad. Which
0: is great, because so many times my eyes were drawn from the screen to watch you grab your head, shake it, your face turned red, your arms (laughs) were going everywhere, you're moving around in your seat, sliding back and forth. It was so funny.
1: Watching Dave watch the periodic table scene.
0: (laughs) Oh Oh my God. God. You gotta explain that.
1: So watching Dave watch the principal get seduced over the course of the film by the slutty friend who keeps reminding him that she's definitely legal now and definitely thirsty for some-
3: Principal dick.
1: Salty, salty water.
2: Why do you need to keep reminding him you're legal? Like, you're clearly legal. It's weird that you're bringing it up this much.
1: (laughs) You have crow's feet the size of my nine and a half wides, ma'am. He knows you're legal.
2: You're almost 30. Of course you are. Is this a, a kink for you?
1: Your daughter might have power of attorney over your decisions, so you better fuck her now before she's not allowed to.
2: So apparently he was
3: old enough to be principal when they were in high school. This is 10 years later. He obviously has dementia, so, she needs to remind him. She knows this. She preys on the older man. apparently. Oh,
1: she's oh, a fucking okay. predator
3: juice. Gotcha. Good
1: call. We need Chris Handsome.
3: <laughs> we
1: need him here. So, anyway, she's trying to seduce the principal and back, and apparently he also taught chemistry class. And she reminds yeah. him how it makes her come when he just, like, states <laughs> basic compounds, like... Sodium chloride <laughs> and she literally like crosses her eyes and comes her
0: ass off.
1: Like just straight up herbal essences commercial.
2: <laughs> oh. I see I got a lot I got more of a when Harry met Sally. Like she's absolutely faking this for his benefit. Oh
3: god.
1: She's a predator. She's a predator.
3: We got the scene at the very end where she actually fucking <sighs> goes through with it and What what happens? She walks in and slowly takes down all the signs that he had set up for whatever fucking club he was running at the time, and then jumps up on the table, gives him that look, takes his tie off. Like, that was raunchy for a fucking Lifetime movie.
1: Changes his diaper. (laughs) Uses dry shampoo on him. Mm. Oh
2: (laughs) my God! Whoa! Why? She's fucked up. Okay, no,
1: no, there are those people. There are those people.
2: Yeah, no, I, I gotta give it up. Uses dry shampoo on him (laughs) is a remarkably (laughs) specific way to say something deeply unsexy. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, Okay, which would you say is more unsexy, dry shampoo? Or a washed-up 28-year-old with the face of a 38-year-old trying to do the splits at a 10-year reunion on stage. Is she trying to
0: convince me really hard that she's of legal age? No. She's trying to get you I, really I was hard. actually referring no, to that the, was the main the, character. That was the protagonist. Yeah.
1: Oh! That mousey yeah. girl.
0: Wait. They're, they're, they're different? They just... I yeah. thought it was...
1: Yeah, no, no. There's the one that should be getting laid, and then there's the mousey <laughs> girl that everyone's paying way too much attention to for having no fucking personality whatsoever. None, other than just baring her teeth at people and squinting so they confuse it as a smile. They're like, oh, look how friendly she is. I'm like, really? Really, though? Is it friendly? Mm Because it feels threatening. No, she's the typical lifetime wet blanket of a main character. I'm just like, I'm my job. I need love. And she can't do anything by herself, if you've noticed.
3: No, that's why she needs to learn the real lessons of love. What love really means. Which is
1: find the first thing that will marry you and lock it the fuck down. <laughs> lock no, it down. It's
0: not, it's not even the first thing that will marry you. Right. It's got to be from high school. This is all
1: about reliving high school. Is it your gay best friend, Ben Shapiro? Fucking marry him too. Whatever. Whoever gets there first. Ben's not huh? gay.
0: Ben's pulling down is Poon. He? He's got... ...creepy girlfriends stalking him.
1: Yeah, so do a lot of gay guys.
3: And remember, he's a world traveler. He's trotted the globe, Casey. You know that he picked up some poon in fucking Denmark. Motherfucking Ludacris is over here like 803. He's like 21684, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta put a country code up on that. South
1: poon. <laughs> Backwoods poon. I mean an ass. I mean it's an ass. It's south like poon. a little further south. It's,
0: what what characterizes South Poon? I, I think we're gonna delete into a digression. Fuck fuck talking about this stupid high school movie where people just want to relive their high school days. Let's talk about what delineates North Poon from South Poon, right? How do I recognize?
1: No 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 South. I'm saying he was he was pulling down ass, but not pussy. <laughs> oh, yeah oh. no.
0: I thought like. I- I could tell a southern woman from her vagina. Oh,
1: a gritty poon. I,
0: I thought maybe you were saying, like, it had grits. That sounds awful. <laughs>
3: <It's>
1: Satan. Incarnate, <laughs> essentially. Um, it felt really weird and derogatory, and I kind of fucking hated it. Um, she had the cheating boyfriend, Steve. Was that his name? Or did I just make that up?
2: He looked like a Steve. He had Steve hair. Case, when you were looking at his... Five previous credits, did you happen to look at the cover of Christmas in the City? I
1: don't want to see him like that.
2: Yeah, so like Magic Mike, but Christmas.
1: So do you think Mousy Girl should have ended up with Craig or with her secret Ben Shapiro best friend?
0: I'm glad you asked that question, Casey, because one of the things that I wanted to point out is that Mousy Girl talks about these memories that she has of Craig that are actually of Ben, where she has inserted Craig over him. And of course, Craig's like, you yeah, know, I don't remember any of that, right? And then later, she remembers that it's Ben, and there's no like, oh my god, I've been remembering this wrong. It's just like, oh, maybe I should be with Ben. Oh, that's crazy. It's not about no
3: fucking shit.
1: Or like, hey, maybe I shouldn't have been microdosing all these years. It does affect <laughs> long-term and short-term memory.
3: No, okay, come on. I have gotten things thrown at me because of something I've done in a dream before, so yeah, it's I've not that my far ass off base. For
0: what I've done in a dream, I get that. That's not the point. The point is that she was putting Craggy Boy into her memories so that she could try and relive some high school dream that she had. I, I don't know. It sounds like hell to me.
1: So, do you think she's just going to imagine Craig's face over Ben Shapiro's face during sex? Because, like.
3: Presumably. Probably, yeah.
1: I know in real life that's what happens to Ben Shapiro, but the character, Glenn Coco, or whatever his big ass eyebrows name (laughs) is. Like, I honestly, as long as I could fix his eyebrows, I would rather see his face than Craig's. Craig freaks me out.
2: He was an uncomfortable looking person. I'll give you that. He
1: looked like. Nathan Fillion fucked a off-brand Spalding football. <laughs> like a store brand. It just, it wasn't right. Dave, maybe Christmas Crush wasn't Christmassy enough for
0: you. But that's not the question that we ask here at Shitty Cinema. The question is, would you watch it again?
2: Oh, God, no. No, absolutely <laughs> fucking not. This movie was psychological torture. It was... It was like too many cooks for endings. It was perpetually two minutes away from done. I could not believe that it constantly had as much runtime left with it because there was just not enough plot to fill the amount of time that it still left itself. And it somehow found a way to keep fucking going. I I, I feel like maybe it didn't end and I'm now trapped in some sort of new world hell where this is just (laughs) always occurring. It's like a Groundhog's Day of Christmas films.
1: Dave, I remember the first time we looked at the clock and I thought we were at the end of Act Two and we were 30 minutes in.
2: Yeah, we were barely even a third in. (laughs) That's when I realized
1: we we were in a horror movie.
2: This is an absolutely terrifying monstrosity of a film. Watch it at Halloween with your friends (laughs) to give them nightmares, but do not watch it during the holidays. There's nothing there for you here. Juice, how about you? A Christmas Crush uh, from 2013 or Holiday High School Reunion from 2012 (laughs) since the IMDb credits are a little up in the air. Would you watch it again? You know,
3: I really wish that we had a recording of the video chat that we go through because I would watch that again. I would watch you watch this movie again, Dave. Other than that, no. Uh, (gasps) I I don't think you could actually call this a film. It was, yeah, a bunch of short films that were all stitched together. That's It's not a film. This doesn't qualify in my book. So, unfortunately, no. I, I might uh, recommend it to somebody on the internet if they're getting shitty with me.
0: <laughs> As a punishment. <laughs> like, torture?
3: Okay. Yeah, like, hey, this is a good fucking movie. You should check that shit out. Other than that, no, I'm not going to watch this again. So, Casey, how about you? Our resident Lifetime fan... Are you going to sit down and watch a Christmas Crush again?
1: Christmas Crush, Holiday High School Reunion, Holiday Human Centipede, whatever you want to call it. I would watch Dave watch this a hundred times, a <laughs> thousand times. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. I will saw a movie and trap him and make him watch it. I've found my great purpose, my calling in life. <laughs> yeah, I bet I'm going to rewatch it a couple times while I'm watching Dave watch it. So, yes, I would watch no. this again.
2: Yeah. It doesn't, you can't say that you would watch it again if the condition is that I would watch it again and I already said I wouldn't watch it again.
1: I want to watch other would people. Would
2: you by yourself watch it again?
1: That's not what we asked. What we asked is, will I watch it again? Yes, I will watch it again. I will watch someone else watch it.
3: She's going to make you.
1: Yeah. You a lot, but other people too. But Jay, you brought this abomination upon us. Do you want to stare at the slow decay? Do you want to watch Holiday High School Crush or Christmas Crush or Crushing It for Christmas Christ again?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Least of all
0: that. <laughs> uh, I really went into this with absolute trepidation and fear. I read about the musical aspect. I thought this was going to be a total train wreck, and it was. It was a complete train wreck. <gasps> every which way but it is insane it is absolute (laughs) insanity and craziness none of it makes sense it's it is like a mad libs and it is worth watching so yeah Uh, uh, yeah i had a fucking hilarious time i want to watch other people watch this just to watch their brains break and hopefully i want to trick dave into watching it again well i'm watching it again so yes yes i would watch christmas crush again (laughs) i highly encourage you to it's a movie.
2: It's I a build movie. a
1: dungeon
0: in the basement it is for that.
2: I will. I will never set foot in your home again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, cinemites,
1: kickstart our dungeon.
2: <laughs> I mean, you you can't kickstart a dungeon unless you intend to start like charging to let other people into it and running it as a business.
1: Kickstart my dungeon is you give me money to build a dungeon in my basement and I'll show you mm-hmm. how good I build a dungeon. And then you give me more money, and I come and show you how to build a dungeon in your basement, and give you recommendations like, okay, well, you want to like make sure you keep a alcohol bottle next to the nipple clamps so you can keep them clean, a little spurt okay. after use. You know what I mean? Right. Like Practical ways to run your dungeon.
3: Well, cinemites, the verdict is in. Two and a half of us are going to sit down and watch this movie again because apparently Dave is going to get forced to, which means I get to watch this movie again. Yeah! But the other one and a half of us are not going to watch this movie, at least voluntarily. So I'll fight you in the street. It is up to you though. You should watch it. It is a particular kind of bad. You'll feel things.
1: Dave, you get a chance next week to pay us back though. What are you going to bring?
2: I'm going to try and get you guys back. I don't know how well I'm going to do at it. I'm bringing A Very Nutty Christmas, which I selected just because it stars Melissa Joan Hart, and that's pretty much (laughs) all I... It's a frame of reference for me, like, oh, hey, Sabrina, (gasps) Clarissa, I'm down. (laughs) Let's see what she's been up to in the years since, making Lifetime movies, apparently. Does she have
1: magic powers in this?
2: I don't think so, no. I think she owns a bakery, Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly.
1: Well, I can't wait to see what Sabrina whips up. Hopefully that cat's still alive. If not, it'll be really fucking sad and kind of a bummer. Sabrina! Oh my god, what if the cat's in the pies? I can't think about it right now. Anyway, if you have a bad movie we should watch for this podcast, want to say hi or send dog pics, like the Facebook page at sh.ttycinema. We're on Twitter at badmoviesbadpeople, and that's PPL. Casey's on Instagram at casey.cinema. And if you want to help fund this pipe dream, swing by the Shitty Cinema Patreon page. Shout out to our newest patron, J.B. Wallace. We love you. And as always, let's turn off the lights, talk about the periodic table,
3: uh-huh. Aha.
1: and give our best O face to a creep across the desk. <laughs>